Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Poker Week. So today we're going to talk about winning and losing and what that can teach us about leadership and executive presence. Now, full disclaimer, I am not a good poker player at all. If you'd like to win some money playing poker, invite me to a match. I'm, I guarantee you, you'll do pretty well. Um, but I know how to play poker a little bit, and, and I used to play with my friends. Um, even organized uh, a bachelor party for a good friend of mine. It was a it was a poker tournament, and we had a lot of fun doing that. So I'm familiar enough with it. Um, and the details, but I am by no means um, an expert, and you won't see me uh, entering the World Series of Poker anytime soon. Uh, what got me interested in this is actually a few books I've read over uh, the recent years. Um, one was by um, is it Maria um, Konnikova uh, on her experience learning poker, and also one from Annie Duke, who's a championship Hall of Fame-type uh, poker player, um, a recent book that she wrote, um, and just, you know, other books that I've read, um, like Harrington on Hold'em, and there's some master, great master classes um, out right now, Daniel Negreanu, um and Phil Ivey that are some more famous poker players. So it's just kind of been on my mind, and I've learned some very interesting concepts which I think apply directly to leadership, and I would love to share them with you because, as you know, I can never pass up a good metaphor. Now, one super powerful, powerful concept that I've learned uh, from poker is this concept of winning and losing. Because what we often do, and this came out in Annie Duke's book, is we suffer from this disease called resultism, right? We take a look at what happened, and that's how we decide whether it was a good decision that led up to that result or not. Because sometimes a really, really bad decision, you can get lucky and have a great result. But what we tend to do is rewrite history. And sometimes you can make the best decision, right? The best decision at the time. But because of really horrible luck, something can just break the wrong way. And then you can end up losing or things can, be, can go horribly wrong. And the key here from a leadership perspective is we should not judge our decision-making and what we do in the future solely, solely by the results. We should judge it by the process, by the process. And you can use the results to kind of fine-tune and, 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 you know, debrief and say, well, what could have been different? And sometimes what you'll see is there's nothing you could have controlled or done differently to make for a better result. And in fact, you did make the right decision. And sometimes the opposite happens, right? You, you have a great uh, success. Now, what we tend not to do is we don't evaluate our successes, right? We just celebrate, you know, we're like, great, pop the bubbly, we succeeded. You know, we don't actually um, look into that. But it can be a useful exercise to say, wait a second, why did this succeed? And what role did just pure dumb luck have to do in it? Maybe we were doing like horribly wrong, bad choices, but we got so lucky, you know, at, 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 at the 23rd, you know, hour, and we got saved, and that's the only reason we're the success, and there's not, you know, a chance that this would ever happen again. We were just so darn lucky, because the key, 
the key to effective leadership, to consistent leadership, is to be making good decisions, right? Consistently good decisions using uh, a valid and a reliable process. And then, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Nothing is ever going to be 100% in life, in leadership, in relationships. The only thing we can control is are we making the best decision we could at the time with the information we have, with the experience we have, with with the knowledge that we have. We cannot control for the unpredictables, for the force majeures, for the lightning bolt uh, that can just come out of nowhere and sneak up on us. But what we can do is make more good decisions than bad decisions. We're going to make some bad decisions too, right? But to have the process in place so we can make more good decisions than bad decisions, because because consistently, if we do that over time, we're going to have more successes, we're going to have more leadership, and people will perceive us as having more executive presence. Because if you remember, the definition of executive presence is the ability to inspire confidence that you can lead well in a given situation. So if you're making decisions, not by a flip of a coin, even if those coin flips are really lucky, but people can tell that you are making sound decisions more often than not, then you will be forgiven maybe the ones that don't go so well, um, and you will get due credit for the ones that do go well because of the role that you played, the, the, the real tight role that you played in making that happen and it not just being luck. So what I'd love for you to do today is ask yourself, right? Think about a success you've had and maybe a failure you've had and think about the decision-making that went into both of those, right? Not just the failure, but to the success. And see if you can work back and see what role did your decision-making process have to do in the outcome and what role, for lack of a better word, did luck have to do with it. And luck comes in good and bad forms, right? So sometimes the luck can be bad and throw a good decision off. And once you start to think this way and realize this, you can start to um, abandon resultism uh, and make decisions, better decisions, based on the information you have. Because over time, if you if you work that way, uh, you're less likely to make bad decisions over and over, and you're more likely to make good decisions over and over. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Do you look forward to attending another Hoham lecture, masquerading as a workshop? Ever notice how by the end, a lot of people have tuned out and no one has any questions for the instructor? you could attend a workshop that prioritizes your engagement so you get the most out of the time spent, would you look forward to it? If you truly want to invest in your leadership learning this year, join us for our monthly Connection Counselor Workshop, where your participation is the key. Every month, we dive into 
another difficult leadership challenge and explore it together. Register for our next workshop now and watch recordings of previous ones at connectioncounselor.com forward slash workshop. Thank you. Hello, welcome to Executive Presence Morsels Poker Week. So today we're going to talk about a pretty well-known poker term called on tilt, right? Being on tilt. Uh, and just simply put, it's when you just get so caught up, either positively or negatively, you start making decisions that maybe um, are not in your best interests. If, um, if you had not been so caught up in the moment, you may have chose differently, perhaps uh, more wisely. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit differently um, than maybe other people would be. So first of all, what I'd like to say is emotions are not bad. All right, you heard it from me. Emotions are not bad, right? You hear a lot of people, let's take the emotion out of it. Let's not get emotional. Those people are fools, right? That is not, that is such a simplistic way of looking at emotion. And I feel frankly, it's like a stunted way um, of living. And it's kind of sad, right? If, if you don't allow. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.